0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Chronically Creative Podcast, where we talk about creative ways we deal with our chronic illness. And this is going to be an interesting or a little bit different um, podcast. We're going to talk about spirituality and how it affects our um, mental and emotional state and in dealing with uh, our chronic illness. So, um might be a good episode for you or it might be an episode you want to skip Uh, i know it's a tough subject for some people Uh, i personally have found that spirituality has helped me to cope with my chronic illness Um, that does not mean that there hasn't been times where i have been questioning and shaking my fist at the heavens and wondering why you know certain things have happened and wondering why things take so long and why there aren't cures for cancer and why there aren't uh why children suffer and and all the rest so um i guess i just made up my mind many years ago that there's a certain level of mystery and that if i was gonna walk this path that i would have to be okay with having unanswered questions and that's just the way it goes in life that you're not going to get an answer to every question you have. And that, um, sometimes there is no perfect answer for why you're going through something. And, um, I definitely don't subscribe to the whole God sends illnesses to people, um, for their betterment or for their enrichment or anything like that. So you're not going to hear anything like that on this podcast we live in a world where random things happen and you know people have free will and that also involves molecules and bacteria and viruses and so it's not um it's not your fault it's not god sending you something Uh, So we'll talk more about that later on and we'll also talk about people uh, who have gone through chronic illness and lost their faith and said, you know, I don't know I just don't see how a God that's benevolent can exist Um, but they ended up still maintaining a spirituality which means that they continue to do meditation or some sort of um spiritual practice that keeps them centered and positive um and there are other people who just have become atheists and we're not here to say which one is right or wrong we're not here to shame people condemn anybody or push any religion on anyone i myself um I was born into a Catholic family. I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school. Um, I still um, am attracted to Catholicism in certain ways, but of course, uh, as an LGBT person, I um Descent. I actually have a lot of issues with the Catholic Church, but I would I would be comfortable identifying myself as a Christian. So um, let me just say that again. But what I said before is that I am not here to push any religion on anybody. But sometimes you will hear me speak about my personal experience from a Christian perspective because that's the religion that I grew up in and that's the religion that I'm familiar with. I did when i was diagnosed um even before i was diagnosed uh i had some depression and anxiety always in my life even as a teenager and um i dabbled in meditation and buddhism and a little bit of taoism and um and things like that i'm not familiar with uh islam that much i'm not familiar with a little bit of hinduism but mostly buddhism because of the meditation and um and things like that so you'll hear me you know just sometimes refer to uh the christian gospels or you know to jesus or whatever but that's coming from my personal experience and again if you relate to it because you're also a christian or were raised christian then that's great but if not um don't take it like i'm forcing my my religion on you because i'm not okay so segue moving on uh into um spirituality and the many ways it can help us cope with chronic illness a lot of times when we're suffering we turn to a God that we believe is benevolent for comfort and for healing and comfort and healing can take on so many different forms I've learned throughout the years. It can come in the form of friends and family offering support. It can come in a book that really helps us um, understand or makes us feel comforted it can come in the form of uh just a general over overall sense of well-being that comes from nowhere unexpectedly it can come from music it can come from um some sort of meditative practice or spiritual practice and i think staying connected to a higher power or to your You know, whatever source within you that you feel um, gives you the strength and the will to to keep moving forward and to keep seeking uh, is, is a good idea because we need all the help we can get. But I certainly understand the other side, too, where there are times where we suffer and we watch other people we love suffer and we don't understand why our prayers fall on deaf ears and we watch people we care about immensely go through horrific things sometimes and um, we can not understand how a loving god can allow those things to take place and it's understandable, and I don't think—I mean, the God that I believe in—I don't think is pointing a finger like "tisk tisk." You should be believing and you should be trusting. I think God is big enough for our questions and our doubts and even our anger and our pain. So we should incorporate all those things into our um, spiritual practice. Spiritual practices that are healthy, I think, really incorporate every aspect of what you're feeling and going through. So if that's anger, if that's frustration, if it's sadness, depression, hopelessness, uh, we want to bring those things to God or we want to bring those things into our centering or where, whatever your um, practice is. Um, if you want to bring those things to Jesus, if you want to bring those things um, to whoever you know God is for you, I think God is big enough to handle those things and to help us carry the burden of those things, even though at times it feels like he's not or she's not or it's not helping us. So uh, authenticity, I guess you could say, would be a big plus in spiritual practices. Now, on the flip side, um, people who go through chronic illness um, just sometimes lose their faith and they deconstruct. What I notice about deconstruction is that it can be very healthy because we want to strip away things that maybe were given to us as children or as maybe, uh, teenagers that are not healthy mindsets. We don't want to think of God as an angry, vengeful, um, guy in the sky who's going to strike us down. We want to have a healthy view of God. We want to have a healthy view of ourselves, that we're made in the image of God, that we are children of God, and that who we are as a whole person is acceptable to God. Uh, our sexuality, um, our you know, skin color, whoever we are is who God made us to be, and so deconstructing, from from in my opinion, is a, is a um, can be a positive process. But I've seen people deconstruct, and they, you know, question one thing. It's almost like pulling that thread on your uh, shirt or something, or and then everything unravels, and you're left with just a big mess. And sometimes it's okay. Sometimes people rebuild and they go and they get back to a healthier faith. Um, And sometimes it just leaves them lost and out there. And um, I always say, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater because there are some good things in religion and spirituality um, that can really be useful. And if you were born into a certain faith tradition, I would say go into that faith tradition again and give it a second chance. Um, Whatever draws you, whatever I think you're drawn to, uh, whether it's Catholicism, Christianity, Buddhism, whatever religion, if you feel a tug and a nudge, to go in that direction, go there, explore, don't give up on it and see if it suits you again. See if maybe you miss something. See if, you know, there's a, there's a part of that spirituality that can really be positive for you. That can really help you rather than just say, you know what? The whole thing's trash. You know, um, I've seen a lot of people do that with Christianity and Christianity has been given such a bad name, Throughout the centuries, it's so understandable why people don't want to even bother with it anymore. But for me, it was, it turned out to be a beautiful, beautiful uh, religion that I love dearly um, when you learn it in the right context and when you study it and when you read the Bible and you read the Bible from people who have. Given you the right cultural context and the right translations and, you know, and, and you study it historically, and you also study it prayerfully, it can be a beautiful religion. And, um, for me, that's, that's what it is. And I've returned to, um, my faith with, um, still questions and doubts. I don't think that that will ever go away for me, but, um, I I definitely have found a sense of peace with uh, my faith, and um, and I no longer discard it as something that's useless that that has no meaning. I think it has a lot of meaning, and we can talk about that later on. You know what Christianity actually means in terms of you know the the person, the figure that christianity is based on is jesus christ who suffered i mean if you looked if you look at what happened to jesus um jesus was not given an easy peasy life you know he didn't get off scot free he didn't get like you know at the end he didn't ride off into the sunset on a white horse he really got um a bad deal uh, so, um, Christianity basically tells you that from the beginning, that life is going to bring you suffering and life is not always going to be fair. So, um, you, you want to, you want to just study things and remember that not the religion you learned as a child may not necessarily work for you anymore. You may want to revisit that and Find out what your religion actually is about and what it actually teaches. So, um, maybe we'll just leave it there for now. I was going to do a two-part series with this, but uh, I could see we're almost at like 15 minutes, 14 minutes. Um, and there's still a lot more to talk about. So maybe it'll be like three, three episodes or four episodes. Um. And uh, I just, um, I wanted to talk about this because I find myself a lot of times uh, ordering off Amazon different devotionals and prayer books. Now it's the beginning of the year, so January, February, I've been ordering, you know, different prayer devotionals that I read every day. And I was wondering how many of you guys out there um, rely on your faith. Um, whatever tradition you come from, whatever background to get you know through the day with your chronic illness. Um, and I've been meaning to kind of ask that for a while, so um, maybe next week we'll talk about um, the meaning of different religions, and maybe Buddhism, also about meditation and how meditation can kind of soothe us and calm us. For me, meditation was always very grueling, and um, I did it for about a year, and wanted to just slap somebody stupid. <laughs> so it never worked for me with my anxiety. It wasn't um, my. Uh, it wasn't my thing of uh, whatever my my um, practice of choice, and that's another thing we could talk about is that sometimes. People think they have to do certain things like pray the rosary. I find the rosary like so boring and um, some people love it. You know, some people love meditation and they love yoga. But, you know, if you're not just because somebody else does something or tells you that something is good or you should do, it doesn't mean it's necessarily for you. Maybe it's not your personality or maybe it doesn't work with your um chronic illness so we'll talk about that maybe coming up and um so we'll leave it we'll leave it at that now because i feel like i just threw a lot of stuff out there but um again if you feel that it could help you try to pick up a spiritual practice um doesn't have to be affiliated with a religion that could maybe help you in your in dealing with your chronic illness. And number two, if you come from a faith tradition, whether it's Christianity or Judaism or whatever tradition, learn that you've walked away from because of your chronic illness. I would say it's worth revisiting. Again, and trying to say, see if maybe you threw the baby out with the bathwater, maybe you, um, dismissed your religion uh, too quickly. There's lots of resources out there, lots of books. The internet today is loaded with stuff that you can research on. And, um, so yeah. Um, So until next week or maybe this week, we'll maybe I'll pick it up again in a few days. Um, Stay well. Well, when I say stay well, I just want to clarify. I don't mean uh, stay well, like you're going to magically get better this week, but I mean, just stay well as a whole person, your mind, body, spirit, try to keep yourself in a mindset of um, wellness and, And that's what I mean. So um, I will talk to you soon. And I wish all of you lots of peace, love, and healing. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay, take care. Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know that um, there are lots of people who struggle with depression and anxiety, especially in the LGBTQ community. If you happen to be a member of the LGBTQ community and you're struggling with depression, anxiety, or thoughts of suicide, please contact the Trevor Project. It's uh, a not-for-profit organization that serves the LGBT community. It's a toll-free phone number and it's completely confidential and you will speak to a trained counselor Um, and if you don't identify as a uh, lgbtq person you can also uh, check out the national suicide prevention lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 So thank you guys so much for listening and... Here's the part where I ask for your feedback because we only really learn and grow and get better from feedback and constructive criticism. Yes, you can leave negative comments and I will not be offended as long as we're polite and it's constructive. Uh, please go ahead and go to stevenfortello.com, Email me there and, uh, or you can go to the podcast website and leave feedback there, or you can just ask questions that maybe you'd want to, Have discussed on a coming show coming up, or maybe you'd want to be a guest on the show coming up if you have a story to tell, or um maybe you just want to give us an idea for um you know on a future episode. It's all welcomed and it's all good, and we appreciate it. So please keep the feedback coming. And we love you and appreciate you. I thank you so much for listening.